Ram You. Remember that? No. From Babe? You never saw Babe? I saw... Your parents think it was too demonic? No. I saw the other pig one. Charles Webb. But Babe, man. Is Babe the one? Yes, it is the one. It's good bacon, though. Ba-ram <laughs> you. What is that? What does it mean? These sheep in Babe have this saying to... The whole story of Babe is that he becomes a like a sheepdog. He's a sheep pig that wrangles the sheep. And the way, the way that he does it is this one sheep gives him, like, the code to unlock the other sheep. And, like, the code that, like, puts them in this trance to obey. Like, his, like Russian sleeper agent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. His every command is ba-ram you. But I couldn't help but think that while watching this movie. Anyway. I'm glad that could come up. That's what she said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You are incorrigible, I think, is the word. I saw... <laughs> I saw a meme earlier that was because Squid Game is now like memed everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's the one of the player one, the old guy, putting his hand over the red and the green button. The green was say that's what she said, or red was say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And and the visible confusion of the old man not knowing what to do over the button. I bet you empathized hard with that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's that's my life. Everything, every day. I'm like, how do I be an adult and not say something juvenile right now? <sighs> I don't you know. Keep that youthful. That's my goal. This is <laughs> taking such a weird turn. How do we bring it back? We just. What are we doing here today, Stephen? What are you doing here today? Not much. <laughs> I don't tell you what. You just learned about Starbucks for the first time. It's the first time I've had a pumpkin cream cold oh, brew. It's delicious. I don't usually go for the foodie fafa drinks. Foodie fafa. But you showed me the light, and it's delicious. But I probably won't be having another, because it's a dangerous path falling to... The way of the Sith. Egg. The way of the pumpkin. Cream leads to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> that's... That's... Yep, that's true. <laughs> and here we are. Visible cringe on Gabe's face. I'm not... I, I respect you as a... Thank you. Um, I don't know why. I feel like I should have... <laughs> Lost all of your respect by now. No. Your humor is matched only by your intellect. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, today we're doing another A24 film. Yeah. It's a good year for animals. We had Pig earlier this year. There you go. And today we're talking about Lamb. And there's also one called Wolf, you said? Yeah, Wolf is later this year about people who think they're animals. Mm. And then I think Cow is this year as well, or next year. Mm. Anyway, Lamb is a foreign production. Is it a foreign production? Yeah. So it wasn't... Icelandic. It wasn't a a state's production with Icelandic speaking in terrain. I don't know what would determine that. I guess it would be the production studio. Because A24 usually, or sometimes, just handles distribution. Distribution. Yeah. And I, I was actually wondering that while I was watching it, whilst I was watching Lamb today... I was thinking, did A24 fund this or did they just get the rights to distribute it and call it an A24 film? You know what I mean? A24 definitely has a feeling and like a look. Mm-hmm. And I would say that this movie is the epitome of A24. Captured. Yeah. Well, it says country of origin, Iceland, Sweden, and Poland. So it's probably not a domestic production. Yeah. Lamb, just so everyone knows, it takes place in rural, rural Iceland. Rural? Can I not say that word? No, I have a hard time too. Rural Iceland, and it's about a couple who works on a farm in the middle of this valley, and they are farmers, they're sheep farmers as well, and the female sheep have children, and one of the children kind of comes out humanoid. Oh, really? Yeah. And so that's what the film's about. 
Yeah. Who made this movie? This is the directorial debut of one Valdemar Johansson. Vladimir? Nope. I thought it was, but it's spelled V-A-L-D-I-M-A-R. Valdemar. Valdemar. Like Voldemort? Valdemar. Valdemar. Valdemar Johansson. Or Johansson. I think it's Johansson. Okay. Last time I said that, you made fun of me. <laughs> it's because Scarlett? Scarlett Johansson is clearly known as Johansson. I've heard it both ways. And plus the O <laughs> has like a like a tilde above it or something. Johansson. Yeah, it's different in Iceland than it is in America. Scarlett's, she's an American. She's an international treasure. Okay. But her last name is not Johansson. Moving on. Uh, immaterial. This was his first film, but he actually has a pretty... I'm looking at some of his credits right now on IMDb, and he has a long list of credits ranging from special effects teams on stuff like Rogue One and uh, Amazon's recent The Tomorrow War, all the way to the camera crew for something like Oblivion. This is his directorial debut. Yeah, this is his first film by himself as the director, but he has uh, some interesting stuff that he's worked on in the past. And he made a short back in 2008. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And he developed this script apparently with a writer, an internationally acclaimed author whose name is four letters, and it is S J O N. You want to take a stab at that one? This is this should just be a segment of our show where we just try to pronounce <laughs> names from across the world and utterly fail. This acclaimed writer, his name is four letters. <laughs> four letters. I love how you were just describing this. It's it's like it's Estron. <laughs> this I, would honestly, be disrespectful. I, I would. I don't think it's disrespectful. We're just two Americans who don't know any better. Shh. I genuinely don't know how to pronounce. One of that. those consonants has to be silent for this name. <laughs> I think it would make sense to go with like Jean, Jean, oh. something like that. Maybe the S and the J in a specific language turns into like a Z sound, you know. And that whoever that Jean. I haven't heard of him before. Apparently, he's internationally acclaimed, according to his bio. And he's working with Robert Eggers on his next film, The Northman, which is the Viking epic that he's producing. Holy cow. So clearly, this guy knows his Scandinavian folklore. I'm reaching out. It's not a high five. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. Um, Yeah. So, and they came up with this story. Perhaps there's some roots in Icelandic folklore. There's a line in the film about It's kind of an aside. While they're watching television, they talk about, oh, this is a story about folklore, folk tales. And that seemed, well, they were talking about the program they were watching on the television. It seemed like it was also sort of addressing perhaps the movie itself in a way. Because how do you make a movie with a half-flam, half-human baby and not have some kind of foundation in folktale and mythology of your home country, you know? Yeah, I kind of was thinking that whole time because they early in the first third of the film, they hardly talk. Mm-hmm. There's only like two discussions that they have. And one of them was very brief and was mentioning that someone on television was talking about a fairy tale or a folk tale. So I kind of was like, oh, this is probably has something to do along those lines. Yeah. And Scandinavian countries it did feel very rich in that stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So I guess full spoilers, what happens is. I kind of thought originally that this would go in the direction that like the baby wasn't really half human and it was all in their minds be- due to like a loss of child or something. I was correct about the loss of child, but the baby was very real. Oh, it was real. <laughs> and uh, well, was it wasn't real. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and anyway, so what happens is this dude's brother rolls up to the farm and there seems to be some deep history and past between his wife 
so you know again the two farmers are the wife and the and the husband assuming that they're married but the brother rolls up and there's some deep history between the wife and the brother and he starts kind of making advances toward her meanwhile they're taking care of this lamb human baby and he's like what the fuck is that like pretty much almost direct quote and there's a lot of dark, ominous tones and events that play out very quietly. The whole feeling of the movies, there's possibly something sinister mm-hmm. at play. Yeah, and, and the very first opening scene, you, you hear like a breathing and a grunting advancing toward their barn full of sheep. Yeah, the sound design of that was nuts. It was wonderful. Anyway, so you think that something may have impregnated the sheep to make the lamb baby a, a lamb baby. Lamb sh- human baby. So anyway, so this whole thing plays out. This woman's sort of caught between the brother and her current lover, Ingvar. Her name is Maria. She makes the right choice and sends the brother away. And while she's coming back, she hears a gunshot and there's this sheep lamb man. Ram man. Ram man. Ramen. Who is holding a gun and shot the dad of the lamb baby. And then he he reclaims the child for himself and walks off. And then the woman comes over and cries. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. How did you feel about this movie? I really liked it. There's a few things that a movie has to have for me to really enjoy. And it's like... Camera. (laughs) (laughs) Camera? Noise? Light? Light. (laughs) No, and and obviously it has to have very good uh, direction and writing and all all the technical aspects of a film. But it also has to have some subtext and i i mean the thing that really attracts me to film and movies these days apart from when i'm like getting very excited about like a like a marvel film or something i really like subtext and sometimes things lack subtext or maybe don't even go as crazy as i would like i often like things that have like a supernatural kind of aspect to them as well like that's kind of where my taste resides so whoever's listening to this knows why i liked this movie so i was hoping for some sort of ram man toward the end that kind of gets away with everything and kills everybody you were hoping for that yeah it was. okay all right but the journey to get there was also really interesting too and how it was shot and how quiet it was at first with a lot of the imagery i feel like every single image and i'm not exaggerating when i see this Every single frame in this movie was like a painting, Mm -hmm. was framed perfectly. Like there was nothing that was like, oh, that was shot unwell. Like this is shot extraordinarily well. And I'm very impressed with his uh, directorial debut here. Like honestly, this fits right in with the A24 brand, as I was saying earlier. And uh, I really liked it for that reason. This was my kind of movie. I wonder if Voldemar is like my other favorite Johansson, Johan, rest in peace, in the sense that he's probably from Iceland, so he probably knows the territory. Johan Johansson, the composer that worked with Denny a lot, passed away a few years ago, but he was Icelandic, and Iceland is a breeding ground for incredible composers and Incredible talent, incredible talent. Yeah, I was just, so that's why I was saying I was curious if Voldemar is familiar with the country. He's probably from there. And it did, it was perfect for the movie just from a raw artistic point of view, like you said, it's it lends itself to the photography so well. But also, artistic. from the narrative perspective, it was a perfect match for what the characters are dealing with from for the loss of their child. It's a very barren totally. sense of bereavement. And setting, for me, is such a huge part of storytelling. And I'm a sucker for Scandinavia in general, but especially Iceland. It's a place I've wanted to go more than any other place for a long time. I agree with you. You feel similar. Honestly... 
I had the opportunity to go with some friends, and I still kick myself for not going because I should have gone. One day, you'll you'll see those. We'll go together. We'll make a movie there. We'll meet on the Black Shores. <laughs> but yeah, I feel similarly. Otherwise, I really enjoyed this one. I think I, I enjoyed it more than Titan. I can say that much for sure. I don't know if I would agree on that for myself. I did. I did very much love everything about this film, except for I wish there was a little bit more to chew on at the ending. We mentioned as we were leaving the theater, we were talking about like the final shot of the movie. And there are a lot of great movies that leave you lacking a full sense of closure or that end abruptly or whatnot. And that's kind of the ballpark I think this would end at, where I felt something from either an alternative final shot or another whole 10 to 15 minutes of a closing chapter would have done this film a great service. Or maybe I, I might just be missing, because I haven't had a lot of time to process what we just watched, but <laughs> I might be missing. I don't think you are missing anything. Like the final shot is, it's of Maria just basically from the upper torso up against the sky, and she's just kind of... Trying to process what just happened. Yeah, the loss of her husband and also her but, surrogate child. Yeah, the thing that, just off of what Gabe just said, the shot right before it is a better shot of her doing the exact same thing. It's a tight close-up, like very, very close on her face. And she's looking around, very confused. And she's literally saying, what is happening? Why is this happening? That her child is gone, which essentially was her child replacement of her actual child that died, that she named the same name. Ada. Ada. And then her husband or lover was shot through the throat, and she doesn't know what's going on. She's crying, looking around, very confused. It's, it's like this beautiful shot, and it holds for like a long time, and there's tears actually coming out of her face. She's Naomi Rapace? Rapace? Rapace. Rapace? Rapace? No, I think it's Rapace. Rapace. Maybe. Anyway, she's acting so well in this scene, and if it would have just cut to black right there after that very long hold of her crying and looking around confused, I think it would have been like a perfect ending. But then they cut to another shot right after where she stands up, also looking around confused, still crying. But like Gabe said, all you can see is the sky behind her, which maybe is a metaphor for that she has possibilities because in film imagery, when you see an unending like open sky, that usually means possibilities are in front of her or in front of the character that's in the frame. But apart from that, I really didn't think that last shot was necessary. Actually, that was the shot that made me want that sort of epilogue moment where she picks up the gun and runs after the yeah. man goat ram man i knew he was going to cut it there and i was i was saying to myself please please don't cut to black <laughs> a lot of especially indie movies there are so many that end like this that i feel like it could really elevate it if there was just a little bit more like steven said even if it was just ending on a different shot something as simple as that but i wouldn't have minded another 10 to 15 minutes but yeah that didn't really take away from the overall experience for me no nope. i thoroughly enjoyed Everything from, and I, I kind of knew this is what the movie was going to be like. I didn't get a sense it was going to go all out crazy. And I kind of felt like there would be more of a sinister side to the lamb itself, which I'm glad they didn't do that. They played it much more straight and it was a very pure, it was very like. It was very Pan's Labyrinth-y in that way. Yeah, the child was was not a problem. The problem was in the other. Although it was sort of funny sometimes to look at. A like, little bit. Like sometimes, sometimes the CG looked a little wonky and you're sort of laughing at the fact that it's a lamb baby. <laughs> Whenever they showed it 
without a shirt, it was weird because it would blend into the skin around the chest and shoulder area. Yeah, it had one a, arm was a yeah. It had one arm was a human hand. The other arm was a, a, a hoof, a little lamb hand, lamb leg, <laughs> leg lamb of lamb. Leg, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, the performances were awesome. New, Naomi, is that how you say her name? Even though it doesn't have an A, it's spelled N double O M I. Naomi. She was great. Miss Rapace, Rapis, Rapace. Tough day for names. <laughs> again but she was incredible i've always loved her whether it was prometheus or sherlock holmes she was in the girl with the dragon tattoo that was her the original the Swedish. she was the dragon tattoo <laughs> yeah that's not even funny <laughs> no steven stop steven steven and her husband her husband was played by hilmir gudnison who bjorn. was the brother brother was bjorn haraldson 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 the brother was great i totally bought them as brothers it was a they nice. They looked alike. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they were masquerading behind the beards, but maybe it was a nice inversion of my expectations to have the brother to have his interaction with the couple end wholesomely as well, and just to have. He did try to have sex with her. Yeah, but they came around. <laughs> and then should I push the button? <laughs> no, don't don't push the button. Okay. Push the red button. Okay. And yeah, the cinematography, like we said, was awesome. Great. I really appreciated the sound design. Because that was really where all the the suspense was hinging on. There were several scenes besides the intro. I feel like another kind of benchmark, A24's kind of like look and feel, is is oftentimes the sound design and the blending of the sound with score. Like always has this like very visceral and interesting and outstanding kind of captivating sound. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like that makes it sort of an A24. Like that opening scene in the fog with the grunting and the, the breathing and the moving toward the horses. Even the footfalls, like yeah. walking. there. And, and the it whole... was just this big one shot of yeah. that with this crazy ominous sound, like sort of like a David Lynch sound in the background with like very strange grunting. It was just immediately captivating, you know? Yeah. Do you agree? I, I do. That's a huge thing for me with these kinds of films. And this wasn't even a horror film, really, in, in any way. It's like I one of the say. reasons I liked The Witch Oh yeah, was because of the sound, you know. And any other A24 film, like, if you take the score out of, like, Midsommar or something, like, you know, it's gone. Like, you don't... Yeah. The movie's worse, you know. On that note, the score here, it seems like from somebody who works closely in the past with Hildur Gionadotir... But I'm not going to even attempt Hilda to say... Hilda mention of the day. <laughs> yeah. We haven't mentioned her in a little while. But I'm not going to say this individual's name because I don't even recognize some of the symbols in the in the name. <laughs> We're going to start off with a letter that looks like a P. <laughs> or a D. And then we're going to go to... It's <laughs> terrible. And then we're going to go to <laughs> an O. Just say the last name. It's like Dorari... Do Dor- Porav- <laughs> Just say the last name. Goodnason. 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 I think, it but rolls. I don't know if that's a D. It, it's like it's, it's like just... a D with a bent top, and then it's crossed <laughs> like a D. <laughs> you see what I mean? This is the worst podcast. <laughs> I honestly like. I know some about like certain languages, especially the Romance languages. I know nothing about Icelandic speak. <laughs> Or even if even if it's called Icelandic, I don't even know I don't know anything about the language, so 
it is worthy of note. We didn't really say, I'd think, but this film is in Icelandic. Yeah. Stupid American education. Anyway, Lamb was a good movie, and I would recommend it, honestly, to a lot of people. Yeah, there's more not... than a lot of other movies we review, but this was definitely at least the auteur films. Yeah, it's not as off-putting as a lot of the more disturbing films like Titan. It's more accessible, uh, but it is but still it slow. D- does still have yeah that auteur feeling of slow, methodical, and encroaching feeling of doom or terror at I, some point. Yeah, I could still see the average moviegoer kind of leaving thinking. What did I just watch? Yeah, why, why did I spend my time watching What that? do I get out of that? But not in a shock value way, just in a sense of confusion. Sure. So I probably wouldn't recommend it to, to most people, but if you like, you know, your classic A24 fare of the last decade, then you should check out Lamb. It's great. Yeah. Here's a part of the score from the original soundtrack. <laughs> 